Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to the Lazy Geeks Network. podcast here on the lazy geeks network i'm steven vargas hi <laughs> i'm adam riley oh, wow hi hi motherfucker <laughs> oh man i'm in a weird mood today ladies and germs yeah you played soccer for the first time today <laughs> uh i got lightheaded yeah what's the first time asshole a little like winded it's like the third time in my life soccer yeah it's uh my um my two well two of my daughters are on soccer teams at school they're in elementary school so i'm like man fuck these kids let me show let me show them what's really good you know what i mean <laughs> no i thought like i was telling steve I'm, I'm walking out on the field and i'm on uh my son's team and he fucking sucks at soccer too but uh i look i hear uh one of my daughters go okay is everybody ready i look over she's doing that kick the ball shit up in the air with their foot <laughs> Where she just keeps it in the air. I'm like, what the fuck? And I got my other daughter stretching out and shit. I'm like, oh, we about to get fucked up. So I just, uh, I started, um, I just picked them up. Like I would charge them and then grab them and then kick them. Like, You're cheating. And I'm like, you're damn right. <laughs> That's the real world. <laughs> Welcome to reality, motherfucker. <laughs> this is how it is in life. Get used to it. <laughs> Until my wife showed up. <laughs> Ruined all the fun. Tell it don't mean shit. (laughs) (laughs) Determination, hard work is a fucking myth. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) I did not do that. We were were goofing off. We weren't playing a real game. If we were playing a real game, I wouldn't have cheated. I'm actually, I'm actually a big like don't fucking cheat. Or I ground them if I catch them cheating. (laughs) I hate that shit. But when we're just goofing around, whatever. But um, yeah. yeah, So little little pack time today. Yeah, hey, you know, gotta get out there, you know, breathe in that air. That's right. And then I came home and cleaned my office. And... 
So, uh, well, this week was Back to the Future week uh, because it's all you heard all week, uh, even though it was on Wednesday. I feel like everyone's trying to sell me something, too. <laughs> like every company has something Back to the Future that they want me to buy. Right. If you go into Walmart, all of a sudden it was 1985. There's fucking <laughs> Back to the Future shit everywhere. <laughs> I was like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, well, you know, you're selling on the nostalgia. So, I mean, the only I, thing I will, we'll talk about it in a bit, but yeah, there's but, some shit that I do want to pick up. Yeah. Um, so this, on Wednesday, I went to one of the many showings that were going on the marathon of the first three, uh, uh, of, well, of the three back to the future movies, which I always thought was cool. Cause it started at four twenty nine on October 21st. I always thought that was kind of cool. Uh, and so when we were watching the movie, like we watched the first one, and then when we went to the second one, and then he's like, uh, he goes, "Yeah, we arrived here October twenty first, two thousand fifteen, four twenty nine p.m." Like everybody starts cheering, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> but uh, you know, rewatching those, it's really fun to watch them right in order. Uh, we watched it at the ArcLight, and uh, it was one of the cool things is that uh, when I really watched it was it reminded me just how perfect the first movie is. Like, yeah, the first movie is truly a perfect movie. I also found something out um, that I didn't realize, mainly because I was one when it came out. <laughs> um, at the end of the first movie, they set up for the second movie, right? Right. I guess they didn't. That wasn't normal back then for mm-hmm. movies to do that. Because now, you know, into the '90s, and then now, it's like every movie it's open. Right for a fucking sequel, sequel. Yeah. and I guess it was like the first movie to do that. Yeah, they actually set it up. Yeah, for a sequel because even at the end it was to be continued. Yeah. Um, but uh, but the thing was is that it, it the to be continued part wasn't added until the video releases. Oh really? Yeah. In the actual- when they actually knew there was going to be another one. Yeah, because I noticed that in this one because they showed the original eighty-five print. So when the car comes flying and it flashes. Um, it goes right to the credits. Doesn't say to be continued. Yeah. Um, until they did the video release, and since then, that's always been the, uh, been the, uh, the the way it's shown. But yeah, you know, like watching, I was watching it, and you know, I went with my brother and Heather, and Heather hadn't seen it in a long time. She saw it when she was a kid, but she hadn't really seen it much since then, and so she remembered certain parts. But at the end, she was like, "God, that was such a fun movie." And she liked the second one, but she really liked the third one. And I think that's kind of the order. Because the third one, and I've heard some other people saying that, you know, we're celebrating a movie that was probably, like, the lesser of all of them. And then I, I like the second one. I like the second one because it is a little dark. Um, and it does have that bridge between the first and the, the third one. I like the third one a little more because it has a, a different style, a different aesthetic to it. Yeah, the third yeah. one was cool too. Like I like them all, but for different reasons. Like the to me, it's almost like the one, two, and three is all the same movie, but three different ways of doing it. Right, right. That's really how it feels. You know what I mean? And it's it it's awesome. Like I think, yeah, the second is the less of the two. I guess I think there's just a lot of shit going on. Right. And then it's always hard to watch an old movie that's about the future. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because it usually looks weird, but right. I I really like the second one. My least favorite is probably the third, but I still love the third. Yeah, but that I never liked westerns, so oh, yeah. I think that's why I kind of it's my least one. But yeah, I mean, 
the order for me goes in order of the movies of the movies. So, right. you know, yeah, I keep it real. Because <laughs> I, I thought the third one had uh, uh, a bit more charm to it. Kind, of, it kind of had the feeling of the first movie to me with this like style and the way they approached it. Because the second one was pretty much just you know it had a different opening, but the middle and end was kind of overlaying. The, the first... second, the second one was almost less fun. Yeah, it really it, there was more like you said, Doc. There was more things going on like that. I think, and, and there were there was more dire circumstances. Right, like I think starting it off with it raining made a lot of sense. It yeah. pretty much set the tone. Like right. everything's fucked. Right. You yeah. Know? It, it it was actually spotted them back then to make the every, quote unquote everything's fucked version in the future. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you're kind of open ended at that point. Yeah, but um, it doesn't. It really didn't tie you. And then the fact that the third, the second one was more Bill, uh, Biff centric than than the and than any of the other three, any of the three. Wait, the second one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, three different. Was it? No, it was two Biffs in it, wasn't it? Yeah, no, three different because it was the the alternate nineteen eighty five, the future one, and oh the, yeah, and the fifties. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, the two thousand fifteen, the alternate eighty five, and then the yeah. In the 1955 and biff is the definition of negativity in that movie so right yeah and it's interesting too like when you find out like why he doesn't do a whole lot of back to the future stuff as the interview is because all the people the way he played biff was all the bullies that bullied him yeah when he was a kid so it's kind of like oh wow yeah i mean you look at him now and you wonder who fucking bullied that guy because he's <laughs> fucking huge i know right? if i saw him coming up in class i'm like hey man you want to sit right here like <laughs> <laughs> um but I think for me, because we have to keep in perspective that I saw these movies when I was a child. Um, and for me, the movie got pretty – the second one got the dark for me when you noticed how poorly the mother was being treated. Yeah. In the alternate – like that – she played that off like a real battered wife. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just kind of I have to put up with it because, yeah. you know, I can't do anything if yeah. I lose him, you know, yeah. stuff like that. He was right. I was wrong. You know, it's like – Yeah. And- it was – that was – I didn't understand it at, when I was a kid. And then as I grew older and I kept watching those movies, I, I got more and more out of it. And um, I don't know. I fucking – oh, I, I did want to mention because <clears throat> I was watching a – they just re- Telltale Games, uh, which kind of make Telltale Games is a cool game company. But they they don't make they make niche games almost because they're like telling you a story and you're not directly. I mean, you're playing a game, but it's it's gonna go the way it's gonna go. Um, I was they re-released the uh, Back to the Future game that they made uh, a few years back, and they called oh, yeah. it. 30th anniversary edition i don't know what the fuck that means but it was an episodic thing so i think it's all the episodes into one um it kind of the way and and they even said it in the in the little trailer for it but the closest you can get to a back to the future 4 is that game and i've played i think i I played the first episode because it was free and it's a really good story like you go you go um you're marty obviously uh you go all the way back to when um I think you go before, yeah, you go before the fifties. You go back when when Doc is like Marty's age. Oh wow! And um and you find out that his father doesn't want him to do science stuff, and and there's this whole thing going on, real clean looking animation stuff. I if you're a Back to the Future fan, I suggest you pick that up. They they're re- they're re releasing it. It should be out already, um for the Xbox One, PS4, and I think the older consoles. 
mm-hmm. and PC. But yeah, I mean, it, I'll I'll look it up and see how much it is. Just for you guys, <laughs> I'll look it up while Steve says something. Wow, prolific, <laughs> prolific. Uh, but uh, yeah, so it was it was a, it was a really fun fun night to have. You know, it's like, right. You're just going and watching all these movies and you know feeling just like you had a good time. So, um, but yeah, so kind of speaking on a nostalgia tip, uh, a lot of you, I'm sure, saw the new Star Wars trailer. Fucking makes that that shit looks awesome with that trailer. And if you um, really if you really look at it, oh, did you, did you have something? Yeah, I'm sorry, because I, I want now I'm conflicted because I want to talk about the trailer, but I just found out the price. Um, <laughs> So I pulled it up on Xbox.com. For the Xbox One version, it's twenty bucks for the anniversary edition, which is probably all of the episodes. That's not so bad. yeah, twenty bucks to play something cool. Anyway, Star Wars trailer, <laughs> fucking dope. <laughs> the cool thing that I that I realized about this trailer, and you know, like some people are like, oh, you know, we've been burned by hype before. It's the thing with this one is it wasn't action. It wasn't all action. If you really watched the trailer, it wasn't all action. Yeah. There was a lot of like, what's going on? You know, the story, and then, you know, Han saying it's all true. You know, the Empire, the Jedi. You know, and it, it was just like, you know, I I feel um, the teaser trailer. Like, if you compare the two trailers, I, I feel the teaser trailer, which was all action. I think that was would ex- reach a a broader audience that would reach right. anybody. But I feel this one. Is interesting to everyone, but this one really is going to pull on the strings for the Star Wars fans. Yeah, because it's it's the music is queuing up, and 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 you're seeing this. There's this complex story behind it. You're meeting some of the new characters, but also seeing some of the old. It's it, it's it, it was more interesting to me knowing a bit about the older shit. Yeah, and the cool thing is, like you're watching it, and you're just like you know watching everything, and then all of a sudden you start hearing the variation of the old score. You know, in there, and then suddenly you're just suddenly it's just like that wave of like, oh shit, this is you know, it's it, there was that uh, build up in excitement. Um, what's so, you know, I I thought the trailer was awesome. Looks, it's gonna, it looks so good. Uh, but also, tickets went on sale this last week for uh, for the movie. I got my tickets, which I'm gonna see in real 3D. Um, and uh, on Thursday, uh, eight o'clock on that Thursday, Thursday before, I guess the seventeenth, uh, Thursday the seventeenth, and uh, I, I was one of the I was one of the lucky ones that managed to get the uh, tickets before you know any of the sites crashed. <laughs> so that that was always that's always a, a nice little a nice little bonus there, but. Uh, yeah, you know, I well, I knew one guy that I work with. He was trying to get uh, specific tickets for a specific theater that's close to him, and it was on like 15 minutes in, and he was just like, he's like, no, I can't get any of these tickets. Like, they're like those times are like selling out really fast, 
And, you know, there are some people that went online, like, you don't, you know, you don't have to rush out and buy those tickets. No, the ones that are rushing out to buy the tickets are the ones that are that want to go Thursday. They, they Yeah, they don't want to just see the movie. They want to go to the event of seeing the movie. Yeah. Like, everyone dressed up and everyone getting crazy. You, It's not like if you don't buy these advanced tickets, you won't see it in the theater. You right. will. Oh, you yeah. just won't see it the first night. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe even the first weekend. I mean, I, I feel this movie is going to... I honestly predict this movie is going to be the highest grossing movie of all time. I really do. Yeah. Or at least damn close to it. Yeah. What's funny was that I was – before like the trailer came out, before the final trailer came out, I was reading some online reports that are like, you know, Fandango is – you know, the biggest movie, movie that they ever had to selling pre-order tickets was the first Hunger Games movie. And they're like, will they be able to beat that? And I looked at it. I was like, shut the fuck up. This is shut Star Wars. <laughs> This is Star Wars, okay? If we had Fandango in those other ones, it would have that would have set the record. You know, I, I was like, oh, no. This is coming out. This is going to crush any little thought that, oh, The Hunger Games, you know, is, is going to, like, be top-notch. And according to initial reports, yeah, they beat The Hunger Games total six times. <laughs> <laughs> so... It, it'll be interesting. They already made $6 million on pre-order for just IMAX movies alone. I'm trying to see. That's where I want to see it. I want to see it in IMAX. Yeah. Um, it looks like IMAX tickets are still available where I live. Well, yeah. For a show. And don't say, well, yeah, like it's not the sixth largest city in the world. Yeah, or it's country. It's <laughs> sixth, okay? Hey, go fuck <laughs> yourself already. <laughs> um... I want to see it in IMAX, yeah. definitely. I think this is a movie that really is going to warrant that. Because Steve knows me. Yeah. I don't even like going to the fucking movies because I'm so cheap. <laughs> IMAX needs to – I've seen two movies in fucking IMAX in my life. <laughs> the the last Batman movie, that was the last one I saw because it was the last one. So I was like, I'll, I'll go see it in IMAX. And I don't even think I paid for that one. And then I think I saw oh, – fuck, I don't even know what it was. Some movie. I don't know. <laughs> that memorable, uh, huh? Yeah, I don't even know. Um, oh, it was uh, it was one of the Star Trek movies. I think it was like First Contact or something. But they were replaying it oh. just on a bigger screen. Um, <laughs> but I think this one, because they, they – here's my question. Because Steve had to explain to me what the difference between real 3D and 3D was. Because he told me, oh, I'm going to get it in real 3D. I'm like, not 3D, that cheese ball shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> But he explained to me real 3D just adds depth of field, so I was right. interested. Because I've seen I've seen movies in real 3D, and usually like uh, with uh, some of J.J. Abrams stuff when he does a real 3D, because I think the first Star Trek movie was real 3D, uh, and it was yeah it was depth of uh, depth of field. So it really... well, I saw um, Thor in real 3D. Yeah. And I and now I and, and when I remember that I know exactly what you're talking about. It, it wasn't things flying at me, right? It's just like you saw into the screen, right? You know? Exactly. Like, it's kind of like you know you would see a stage production. You know, it's yeah. got real depth of uh, real depth within the picture. And to but me, that was kind of cool. What's the difference between real 3D and IMAX 3D? Uh, it'll be the same. It'll just be a bigger screen. That's the only difference. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure, you know, Abrams isn't really into that throwing shit at you kind of stuff, you know. Yeah, well, that's a lot of the – 3D has a lot to do with the director too. Yeah. Um, if he's cheeseball enough, he's going to make it fucking stupid. Right. Um, 
but it's a good technology if you utilize it right. The they said Star Wars: The Force Awakens um, select scenes are were filmed using an IMAX specific camera. Yeah, the red um, camera. Right, and I can only assume it's the big action scenes, and you know. Oh yeah, it's the it's um, the set pieces. Yeah. Yeah, so I I'm very stoked. I'm 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 ready. My yeah. body is ready <laughs> to go see this fucking movie. I because... I, I'm debating on whether to take like the day after off to try to see it a couple of more times. <laughs> Everyone else is. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> when because it comes out on the, let me pull the, my the actual the actual day is December 18th, which is a Friday, but. The, but obviously Thursday midnight. Thir- know, well, no Thursday. Like I'm getting, I got eight o'clock show tickets. Oh no shit. Uh, yeah, some people got seven, seven thirty. The theater that I was at was like offering seven, seven thirty, eight, eight thirty, like every half hour. Because <laughs> you I'm know, thinking, I wouldn't mind seeing it either that Sunday on opening weekend. That'd probably be your best bet. Or the next weekend, because that's Christmas weekend, but everyone goes to the movies on Christmas weekend. Yeah, Christmas weekend, everybody goes. And I hate I hate going to the movies on Christmas Day because I feel like a dick. Like <laughs> I feel like I'm the reason they can't be home. You know, and I just feel like right. a shithead. Well, well no, because, you know, the Jewish and the Muslim people have to have somewhere to go. Not all Jews and Muslims in that damn uh, theater. It'd be fucking that'd be that'd be a serious situation. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, maybe that weekend or something like that because I do want to see it soon because I know you're gonna want to talk about it. Yeah. So, you know, and and I have to have somebody to talk to about it. You know. <laughs> right. Well, because you know we we do this thing called a podcast. Right. Yeah. I don't know you guys listening. I don't know if you know, but we do a couple of podcasts. Um, and we have a website. Yeah. So. So yeah. Just in case you just stumbled into some headphones and we were just suddenly playing. What what I actually am going to do, and I, I thought about this, and I thought this would be good. So starting next week, I think, is it, no, it'll be the weekend after. I'm going to actually do a movie review of all six movies leading up to that. So this every, motherfucker. every week I'm going to re- re- uh, review each of the old movies in That's order. Dope. So then when... So by the time the 18th runs, it's going to be the new one. So thinking, thinking of doing that. How much is the, the Blu-ray or one of the Blu-ray box sets for the original? Um, I think it's – well, for the Blu-ray box set, like I have the complete one, so it's all six. And it was like – I think it's still like 70, 80 bucks depends. That's not bad though. No. For six movies. Yeah. And I'm sure there's extras and all that. Oh yeah, of there's shit. like two two discs worth of extras. And it's the cool thing is, is that it's all extras and all a lot of the fan vids. Like anybody that did a parody of and all of Dude, that. Dude, you shit, can so. get you can get the three original flicks for fucking forty bucks on Amazon. You can get the Star Wars digital movie collection, which is probably the one you have. Yeah. Well uh, no, not the digital, because that's just digital only. I got the it's the Blu-ray set. Oh, excuse me. Let me uh, because they did that last on. Oh, you have Star Wars Complete Saga. Yeah, the Complete Saga. Oh, well, what the fuck? The digital movie collection's ninety. Oh, the Complete Saga's on sale. Complete Saga's on sale, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, usually one forty. It's eighty-seven fifty right now. Yeah. I think that's a good deal. I mean, you're, you're looking at six movies. Right. How's the Blu-ray looking? Looks good. Looks really it good. Just, it does well with with anything in space. Yeah, even because they can even, upscale it and shit. Yeah, even with the new movies, because you know they're the the digitally remastered from back in the '90s, but it actually looks really clean. Like it still it doesn't lose a lot of flavor. That's one of the things. Like the the original movies had a certain grain to them, yeah. and the the new the the prequels were very very clean. 
and I think the the graininess of the '70s and the '80s flicks really works with Star Wars because Lucas made a point of making everything look like it's actually being used. Yeah, not all pristine and perfect like yeah. most sci-fi movies. And that he did in the later in the later episodes, but you know. <laughs> yeah, aren't we ignoring the the later episodes? Why are we even? Are those still canon? Did Disney yeah. did Disney accept there's, those? They're still canon, but I think <laughs> I wonder if Disney's like, can I get it cheaper if I don't buy those three? <laughs> but uh, they're still canon, but I think uh, Abrams is kind of relying more on the last ones, the the original t- trilogy, which he can safely do because yeah, cause... those are technically the later end of the story, right? Um, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna cop this dude. I think I'm gonna work just a little extra overtime and pick up this complete saga because i've only seen each movie once oh wow because i'm you know i'm I'm 30 man well i mean heather saw the prequels she never saw the originals so she was how dare she so she's like she's like we gotta we gotta watch those and i was like it's actually one of the prequels i haven't seen i think i think it was the second one and he didn't miss a whole lot I, I saw the Jar Jar Binks one. Oh God, where he where they go into his little city under the water, Did which they, that could have been a lot cooler. <laughs> yeah, they just played it really too Jamaican at that point. Yeah. Um, but uh, the did you see that fan poster of uh, uh, Force Awakens with all Jar Jar? <laughs> no somebody did that like in the uh like in the uh with i kept seeing people trying to trying to trick people say jar jar binks added to force <laughs> awakens i'm like get the fuck out of here jj abrams would never <laughs> maybe in the background as a joke right you know? you know but yeah there's there was a uh somebody redid the poster after it was released and had like all of like jar jar on it <laughs> well, I, would, I would love if like if they're in the movie they're in like a bar or a pub whatever and it Deep in the background, you can barely see it. They he puts like fucking uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, or some stupid like that. Put Howard the Duck in that motherfucker. <laughs> just something it from is the Disney. Marvel universe. It is Disney. <laughs> yeah, you know, like something from the Marvel universe. Just, just maybe just a hint of it for the fans would be really cool. I don't want them to mix the universes. You see Quill yeah. walking by, you know, <laughs> like a boss. <laughs> he he walks up to their table, drinks one of their fucking shots, and leaves. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, let's move on into the take my money section since we're kind we'll of already started, since we're already on this. Yeah. I'm trying to get this complete saga. <laughs> <laughs> Donations will be accepted. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So speaking of box sets, um, let and me Disney. open this one up. <laughs> I came across this and Disney. Yeah. And Marvel. Yeah. Um, I came across this, uh, like yesterday, uh, it's a nice little box set. I like that they do this. Um, this is the Phase 2 box set for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, so this thing is cool because, one, all the movies are good. Let's be honest. What movies we got in here? We got Marvel's uh, – I'm not going to say Marvel. They typed out Marvel's Iron Man 3. <laughs> no. Iron Man 3, Thor the Dark World, Captain America Winter Soldier. I, I think uh, Winter Soldier and Guardians of the Galaxy, Galaxy are the two best ones in here. Oh, yeah. To be honest with you. Um, Avengers Age of Ultron, Ant-Man. They even squeezed Ant-Man in there. That's pretty good. Um, and then it comes. It also comes with, of course, bonus content with uh, 166 minutes of bonus material and more. You're going to get deleted scenes, all that nonsense. And behind-the-scene features include From Here to Infinity, Phase 2 and 3 of the MCU, 
So they're going to kind of sum up phase two and then tell you about phase three. Uh, phase two is tag scenes and making of. So making of specific scenes. Marvel, uh, Marvel one shot, the consultant. I love these little one shots they do too. Oh, yeah. Um, actually, a bunch of one shots. One shot, the consultant. Um, one shot, a funny thing happened on the way to Thor's hammer. Oh, uh, yeah. One shot, item 47. One shot, Agent Cotter. And one shot, hail. All hail the king. I almost said hail to the king. That's a different <laughs> franchise. Um, we got deleted scenes for Iron Man 3. We have pre-production creative for Iron Man 3. We have deleted scenes and pre-production creative for Thor the Dark. Yo, fuck, this list is long. Um, deleted scenes. So deleted scenes for all the fucking movies and, and pre-production creative for all the movies. So I'm, I'm it, guessing it, it, storyboards and shit. And if you want to read a lot of this, we ha- I have the link in the show notes. So No, no, no. Fuck all that. I'm going to say it. There's only, one, there's only one more thing to talk about is the two scale replica of the orb oh yeah from guardians of the galaxy that holds the infinity stone this fucking thing is so dope looking comes a little stand this is something that a real fan's gonna want to put up and display in the house you know what i'm saying like it this is why i want it (laughs) (laughs) to be honest i want this shit on my desk now in the picture it the when because you can take the top off and you'll see the stone there. I suggest not touching it. Um, <laughs> it glows, but I, I think they I think they're doing a little something fancy with the Photoshop. But um looks super clean, looks awesome. This is fucking awesome. This whole fucking thing. You can pre order your copy now. Maybe that will tell me the price. Motherfuckers. Two hundred and nineteen ninety nine. <laughs> Which isn't too much when you think about all the movies that you're getting. And, um, right. I mean, think about if you're buying all these movies individually. And then also the prop and then all the extras. It's Marvel's, Marvel, actually, I think they – Disney in general, I think, prices their, their, uh, their sets pretty reasonably. Yeah, they're, they're not, not Paramount. Paramount, yeah. yeah. Fucking Paramount. I wish – <laughs> it's becoming a thing now that companies I want Disney to buy. I want Disney to buy uh, Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> so I could actually afford the fucking uh, sets, um, but yeah, that's my take. Take my money section. Um, it is coming out on December eighth, two thousand fifteen, which I think is right around when Ant Man comes out. Yeah, Blu Ray. So because that's the last one in the bunch on here. I didn't even. I I thought Ant Man was like kicking off Phase Three. I, I think I got confused. Yeah, I but, thought it was. I thought it would be too because it came out after. Age of Ultron, and usually, like, or we kind of assumed that the Avengers was like the build-up to it. So, I don't know, but hey. Well, Phase Two is officially over if the box sets out. Yeah. So, word. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm the next one too. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, USA USA Today, the Back to the Future um, situation we got going on this year. They recreated uh, the headline. Now, if you remember Back to the Future Two. Um, one of the worst predictions of the future is Doc Brown has a newspaper in his hand. Um, it, it said, you know, youth jailed, Mar- Marty, Martin McFly Jr. Uh, arrested for theft, blah, blah, blah. They recreated that, um, the Hill Valley edition of USA Today. And that, you that can, I thought was cool. Yeah, the coolest part is you can buy that shit um on the usa today website and of course we have the link for you in the show notes uh they're only asking four dollars and 95 cents and you definitely know that 
come payday, I'm picking this up. It's so sad. I got to wait till payday for five bucks, but <laughs> I'm hoping it's still for sale at that point because I definitely want. I want to put this. I, I'll put the shit in a frame and put it on my wall. Yeah, it's so dope. You know what I mean? Like, it's probably not going to be worth any money because I think I honestly think they're just printing it. It doesn't say limited edition or anything. I think they're just printing it when you order it. Um, or they sense. probably printed a shit ton of them. I mean, they do, you know, have the facilities print newspapers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's a few, you know, the cholesterol may can may be cancer cure. Uh, three injured when mom rehydrates pizza slices. <laughs> Hollywood to remake a match made in space. <laughs> and then even in the very bottom corner, it says public more gullible than ever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> definitely Back to the Future fans are going to want to pick this up. So just wait until after I buy it. Don't, you know. Right. Don't rub it in too much. Don't rub right. it in too much. Um, all right. So as we do pretty much every other week, uh, we got some... Deals of the week, courtesy of GameSpot. Uh, GameSpot is reporting some deals this week on some stuff you may need. Steam has launched a Fallout sale. Discounting past games of the series, Fallout 3 or New Vegas is $3.39 each. Or you can grab their uh, Game of the Year slash Ultimate Edition for $10 each. Mm. Amazon is selling the Gears of War Ultimate Edition Xbox One bundle with a free copy of Destiny, the Taken King Legendary Edition for $3.49. Uh, Nintendo Online Store has refurbished a Wii U bundle with Nintendo Land for $200. Uh, Nintendo Land and Super Mario 3D World for $2.25. Or The Legend of Zelda Winter Wa- uh, Wind Walker HD and Nintendo Land for $2.35. Yeah. yeah, so, uh, yeah, if you, I mean, refurbs are usually, are fine, you know, they're not defects, but, yeah, you know, so if you want to see the complete list, uh, we have the link in the show notes, so be sure to check it out there. All Wait, right. There's a whole lot of more fucking deals going on in here. Yeah, there's a lot of deals, but I didn't have time to sit there and go through every single one of them. Well, we need to pause, because I need to see what's what. Hold on. <laughs> Just... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely check out that link because there's a ton. We're definitely coming into the holiday season because there is a ton of shit on sale right now. Uh, and it's broke. The cool thing, the way GameSpot has it broken up is by uh, platform. Yeah, the best thing is we don't have to do it because GameSpot did it. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> big ups to GameSpot. Uh, and did we just give them credit and give you the link to their site so you can check That's it right. up there. So, all right. I guess it's time we hit into some news. Oh. So after much speculation, the BBC announced that the holiday episode of Sherlock will air on PBS Masterpiece Theater on January 1st, 9 p.m. Eastern, and on BBC One the same day. The 90-minute special is titled The Abominable Bride. Not only that, but the fourth season of the series will begin production in April of 2016 to be, expect- uh, to be expected to air later that year. It'll be nice to have a Doctor Who Christmas special and a week later, Sherlock. So, uh, yeah, so there's still the rumor, and they haven't said anything about it, but there was that rumor that there was going to be a bigger break between seasons of Doctor Who because of Sherlock, because Moffat does Sherlock as well. So we'll have to see if that's actually going to come to fruition. I'm fine with that because Sherlock is the shit. Yeah, absolutely. If they're smart, because I think a lot of Doctor Who fans are Sherlock fans. I, I think if they're smart, they'll they'll space them in a way where Sherlock's going on when Doctor Who's not going on yeah. on TV. But if if those two played at the same time, I I don't yeah. know what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> I can't handle all of this. <laughs> oh, Jesus. 
Uh, did you you caught that uh, that trailer for the Victorian era episode? Oh yeah. oh yeah, so fucking dope. Looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Put on you know, your doctor, your Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> wear the damn hat. You know who's the who's a huge fan of Sherlock? My wife. Really? I showed it to her because she loves cop shows. Mm. You know, and I was like, why don't you watch a fucking good cop show? All these <laughs> cookie cutter bullshit shows that you watch. And I showed her one episode of Sherlock. She watched fucking. Sh- like for a week straight that's all she watched oh wow yeah just sherlock 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 on netflix obviously obviously um so yeah moving right along 343 industries um developer of the halo for current developer of the halo franchise um has clarified not bungie not 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 (laughs) the developer of destiny um (laughs) has clarified comments regarding halo 5 guardians possibility of coming to the pc (laughs) This uh, article comes from IGN. Uh, After after causing quite a stir (laughs) by suggesting Halo 5 could come to PC, 343 Industries franchise director Frank O'Connor has taken to social media to reiterate that there are currently no plans to release the game for Windows 10. In a post on Twitter, uh, O'Connor explained that he's been giving the same non-committal non-committals in quotes because who the fuck uses that word um (laughs) response for years when asked if the franchise might come to pc and this time it's no different uh per twitter um someone goes really (laughs) okay um oh good oh and then link the article uh, that that hinted pc and then um frank o'connor's response was i didn't quote mention end quote it I was asked a question and gave the same non-committal answer I've been giving a question for 10 years. Yeah, exactly what I just fucking said. Um, <laughs> Xbox marketing executive Aaron Greenberg also addressed a fan upset at the possibility of Halo 5 coming to PC, saying on Twitter, this is not true. Game is being made exclusively for Xbox One. Greenberg's uh, reply was then presented to O'Connor, suggesting the two were contradicting each other. Uh, to that, O'Connor offered the following response. Again, on Twitter, he said, Fuck y'all. <laughs> he said, Bitches be bitches. No. Um, someone said, Okay, Aaron Greenberg said your statement was false. Do you have a rebuttal? And then Frank O'Connor said, No, he didn't. He said the same thing I did. It's not out of the it's not out of the question, but there's no plan at this time. He put a question mark mark at the end, basically being a condescending prick, but it was deserved. Right. So you know, um, at this point, it's clear three four three Industries is not currently looking to bring its sci fi shooter to PC. Whether or not plans to do so arise uh, sometime down the line, however, is another matter entirely. Uh, by the way, I'm sure you all know Halo Five Guardians Tuesday, October twenty seventh. Um, if you haven't pre-ordered it, you're either A, don't care, or B, broke like me. So, uh, <laughs> broke now, like a bitch. <laughs> right. Um, here's, 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 the, here's the 411, kids. Um, Halo 1 and Halo 2 were on the PC. They did not do well. Yeah. Um, mainly because the control scheme is specifically designed for a controller, an Xbox controller. Now... That's important because the original Halo revolutionized first-person shooters on the console that made them a thing. Like, if, if you're one of those people that goes, oh, fucking Halo's bullshit, I've Call of Duty fucking forever, Call of Duty wouldn't exist on the consoles if it wasn't for Halo. 
because Halo figured out a way to make it really work, to make the, the controls really tight. And Halo's still known to that for this day. The controls, you say what you want about it, the controls are fucking tight. Now, here's, that's one point as, okay, it's it's a set home on the Xbox. The PC versions didn't do well because it was kind of floaty with the mouse. Like, it just didn't work right. Here's another thing, and, and a reason why it's a stupid idea for Halo 5 to come to PC. Um, it's on the Xbox, right? So who owns Windows and who owns the Xbox? Same fucking company, Microsoft. Why would Microsoft want to compete against themselves? Not only that, Halo 5 or the Halo franchise is the flagship of the Xbox. Right. It is the Xbox. When you think Xbox, you see Master Chief's fucking beautiful face or helmet. It's just the way it is. You know, it's not going to come to PC. It's 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 the definition of console first-person shooters. Yeah. So anyone who would think otherwise is fucking dumb. Somebody who – one, there's two reasons for that. That It's clickbait just yes. to get people to go and click on it. Or, or, or two, uh, they want to have that to happen. Because, and I get, and I get it. I mean, I I'm mean, sure. And the the idea, you know, how you were talking about the controllers. I go, and now with Windows, you know, Windows 10, you can use a fucking Xbox controller with right. it. Um, I mean, so some people are probably going, well, then they'll they'll bring it over. There. That's just somebody guessing. And not and, only not I, only that. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm I'm fucking I, going. I was just gonna say, you know, and and the idea that they would do it to be no, it's an exclusive. You know, that's just how it's right. gonna be. It's not like only... it's like seeing Uncharted on the Wii. Yeah, it wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> Not only that is the Xbox the, the and another sh- thing. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the streaming from Xbox One to the P- to Windows Ten is fucking flawless. Like I play games using that all the time. Like I'll, I right now I have the Xbox One on my desk, but I've had when it was downstairs. I just didn't want to go downstairs. I had the controller up here. I played I played games, all kinds of games, um, streaming over my you know home network or whatever. They they so you technically you know. You could play it on your PC if you really want to, but I understand it from the point of um, someone who has moved away from console gaming a little bit and has like a super fucking cool PC gaming rig or whatever, and they miss Halo because I was that guy. Like I, I wasn't playing consoles that much. I was gaming almost exclusively on PC. I was like, fuck, I really wish I could play Halo, but I went and bought a fucking Xbox One because that was really the only way you can do it. Yeah. So... And then you got choices, man. Life's all about variety. Yeah. Now I don't play any games on my PC. <laughs> <laughs> all my games are on my fucking Xbox One. So. Uh, all right. Well, as we are about to begin November. God damn, November already, dude. I know. It's, fuck, it's gone by so fast. It's almost fast. 2016. Uh, yeah. we're, almost, we're, we're like, what, one year away from the running man life. You know, 2017. I saw that meme. I was laughing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was like, shit. Shit goes, gets real in two years. <laughs> uh, but that means we're about to get our first glimpse at the new Marvel Netflix series, Jessica Jones. Netflix released the full trailer on the new series. The trailer is full of a bit of everything. Uh, we see Jessica. We don't see a whole lot. Uh, we don't get a whole lot of her backstory. We do see Nick Cage. And uh, or Luke Cage, sorry, Nick Cage, great <laughs> <Right>. Johnny Cage, <laughs> and uh, uh, we get a whole lot of David Tennant's voice 
but never yeah. his face. Uh, very dark in tone and looks really good. If you haven't seen the trailer, you can check out the link in the show notes. Uh, looks really good. S- looks so much darker than Daredevil. Keeping well, it's it's also keeping with the trend that Microsoft is really made or Microsoft. Microsoft, Jesus. I'm sorry, I just looked at my phone. Um, <laughs> it says Microsoft at the top of the phone. What do you want from me? Um, Marvel is uh, really setting Netflix up to be their strictly adult, um, more serious and darker toned uh, content, and it, it almost reminds me of, like the uh, a Marvel Knights situation. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking too, because you have like Agents of Shield and Agent Carter and them on ABC, right? You know, and then you have the Netflix version where it's a little darker, a little more serious, not violent or nudity laden or even heavy profanity laden. You actually have that 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 Marvel Knights tone, which is darker, but not necessarily their max series, you know, and, and keeping those things separated um, very clearly makes sense too, from the standpoint that they're owned by Disney. Now, I, I think they have to, they have to be a little bit more careful. Like if they were to release, let's say um, if they were to release uh, daredevil on a regular tell, let's say USA, I don't fucking know, just whatever it, there, there might be people complaining at that point. Oh well, my kid wanted to watch a superhero show and blah blah blah. When it's on Netflix, you can't really bitch. Yeah, you know. So um, I don't think that's probably not the whole reason, but I think that's part of it. But uh, I love it too because the whole fucking season releases at once. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I still have to watch uh, Orange Is the New Black. <laughs> I love that show. But uh, yeah, like. You you really get the in the trailer you really get that sense of just how strong uh, Tennant's character is that yeah. one that one scene in the police station with everybody pointing the guns either at themselves or at uh, one shot of the cop holding the gun at the uh, at the uh, suspect's head it was just like dude that's so fucking that's like oh that's that's like perfect it's gonna give you nightmares so I'm looking this looks really cool I can't wait to check it out. I don't know much about um, Jessica Jones. To be I don't. Honest. I don't really know a whole lot about that character either. But the trailer and, made me more interested. And I've I've purposely, I've purposely not looked into the character that much because I'm at an interesting opportunity of watching something comic book related and not knowing much about it. Yeah. You know, because I kind of I'm kind of a fucking smug asshole most of the time watching these comic books. I already know everybody. Right. You know, so I know she could fly. If you look up Jessica Jones powers, it says right at the top, Jessica Jones abilities flight. <laughs> That's from Bing. But um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to the show. Yeah, me too. I know this is going to be just like when uh, Daredevil came out. We're going to Steve and I are going to be watching them. And one of us is going to be a little ahead of the other and <laughs> fucking talking about it and taunting so, each other and nothing but fun. Nothing but good times. Speaking of good times <laughs> for Ukraine, I know you don't really think about good times in Ukraine being in the same sentence. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> so there was a law uh, passed um, the D. I don't know why this is going to be hard to say. Communism, decommunization law, uh, was uh, this is we'll just fucking read the quote. Um, who's who's saying it though? That that's probably important 
to know. Usually it is. Um, it wasn't Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Perhaps shit. the Emperor? <laughs> Whatever. This is from ABC News. Oh, it says it in the quote. I'm sorry. After the decommunization law was adopted earlier this year, we had to decide what to do with the Monument of Lenin. Uh, statue sculpture Oleksandr Milov said. Um, honestly, I did not like the idea of destroying it, so we decided on a more flexible option. So check this out. Basically, in the Ukraine, they passed a law last year to to get rid of all monuments or symbols of communism. Now, I don't know if you know this, but the Ukraine is no longer communist. Um, really? Haven't been for a while. Yeah. Oh, sh- <laughs> you know, Soviet Union fell, Cold War stuff, you know, that kind of stuff. Wait, the Soviet um, Union fell? Yeah. I, well, you know what? According to my high school maps in 1999... The Soviet Union was alive and well. So, uh, yay, (laughs) yay, American (laughs) fucking education. Seriously, my fucking history class in 98, I think, I was a sophomore, yeah. If they pulled the map down in front of the chalkboard and it said Soviet Union, I'm like, bruh, (laughs) like, (laughs) even I know that shit ain't around anymore. All right. So, what they decided to do, they have this statue of, uh, Lenin, um, what was his first name? I forget. Fucking uh, Vladimir. Uh, Vladimir Lenin. He's a big founder of the Soviet Union. Big, big communist symbol. Um, not essentially an evil guy. Just, you know, founder of Soviet Soviet Union. Probably evil <laughs> in Ukraine. Um, <laughs> he, so they were like, okay, well, we don't want to just destroy it. It's a pretty looking statue, whatever. They turned it into Darth fucking Vader. You understand what I'm talking about? This this fucking statue, if you follow the link we got on the show notes, uh, from IGN. <laughs> of course. You know, because I'm lazy and I just pull up IGN and see what they're talking about that day. Um, yeah, sometimes you pull up GameSpot. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes sometimes I get crazy and I pull up Engadget. And know. You don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> um, then, I, then it's usually followed by a message from me. You're right. Uh, It looks really cool, but the quote moves on. Um, The idea was obvious since the Darth Vader movement has been at the center of Ukrainians' attention in recent years. Uh, In fact, there are plans to add a Wi-Fi router into the head of the monument. That that way, Vader can communicate with other Siths. So there's two things I want to mention about this. One, this is fucking cool. Right, especially with Star Wars coming out, it kind of feels like a publicity stunt if it wasn't in the Ukraine. Um, no, you know Disney sent people over there, right? <laughs> Disney owns the planet, so and, and what you don't see is the very bottom of the statue coming December eighteenth. Exactly. <laughs> um, I think this is really cool, also from an artistic standpoint, because the statue was really well made, you know, and it would have been a shame to to tear it tear tear it down. It's, it's a symbol of history. So let's change it to something cooler, I guess. That's what they should have did in Iraq. Instead of tearing down Saddam Hussein's statue, just put up a statue of Palpatine. Yeah. Jesus. So here's the thing I'm worried about, though. Vladimir Putin, obviously a big scary guy, you <laughs> know, for, uh, for Americans growing up in the Cold War era or people – who used to in countries that used to be under the Soviet Union, um, but there, there's a there's a a Darth Vader movement in the Ukraine. It seems like they've they've gone from one evil to a much worse one, even if it's fictional. We're talking about a dude that blows up planets without even giving a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, 
I don't know. Are they going to all become Sith? That might actually be dope. <laughs> and then, like, a, a Well, of... I mean, remember, Australia, you know, Jedi's a religion, so, dude, we'd have a Sith and Jedi war. What if the Ukraine became the Sith nation, right? And then our <laughs> military started the Jedi Initiative. And then we had to fight them. That would be the coolest war ever. <laughs> uh, be force pushes and lightsabers and flips and stuff. It probably wouldn't be that cool. We'd probably invent shit that does that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be so cool. That would be awesome. Uh, uh, war isn't cool, though, you know. But that one would be cool. <laughs> that would be. I'd be in front of my TV going, oh, come on, come on, come on. Come on, CNN, Jesus. <laughs> uh, all right. When it was announced that Yahoo was going to produce a sixth season of the former NBC series Community, many wondered just how was Yahoo planning to make money on it and two other series it produced, Sin City Saints and The Other Space. And Other Space, sorry. The news wasn't surprising because they didn't make money. During an earnings call, CFO Ken Goldman said, according to Variety, that they lost $42 million producing all three shows. This wasn't a surprise to Yahoo, as they already knew that it would, uh, knew it in advance, and they were, but they weren't swearing off producing original content in the future. Quote, we're not saying that we aren't going to do this at all, he said, but we are saying, in these three cases at least, it didn't work the way we had hoped it would work. And we decided to move on. Now, I wanted to really know is how did they expect it to work? Because mm. here you had Yahoo that's pretty much like BlackBerry on the verge of collapse. It just doesn't want to. Yeah. Um, and then when they're after... coming out with a new phone, though, <laughs> you can pre-order it for six hundred ninety-nine dollars. Yeah, fuck that. It's um, an Android phone, though. Of course it is with a, with a blue, with a BlackBerry keyboard, uh, but uh, the thing is, is with like with this, it was always like it's not subscription based, and it and the Yahoo app is not available on everything. I think it was only available on the Xbox, right. or you can watch it online, you know, on your computer. But it was kind of like, um, what was what was the whole purpose of it? I, I never really understood that, you know. So, I don't know. I don't know, man. Yahoo never makes sense to me anymore. Yahoo doesn't make sense. Honestly, community kind of ended for me when it wasn't on TV. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, shut up, Cortana. I'm not talking to you. (laughs) As soon as I said TV, it says, okay, opening TV. I'm like, no, bitch. (laughs) Like a needy girlfriend sometimes. Um. Yeah, but yeah, it, it didn't make sense to me too because Yahoo did it and they were so this is free. Yeah. Like, try to make something on it. Like, what are you doing? Like, the production value obviously costs money. Yeah. You got to pay the actors. They're not doing it for fun. Right. So I didn't understand what they were doing. I thought that it was like, I think they thought it was going to bring a lot of people to their, their streaming content. But I'm like, yeah, but the show left TV because it, no one was watching it. Right. I just don't get it. Yeah. Yahoo is a, is a strange bird, man. Definitely. Are we moving on now, or should yeah. I just keep dragging this out? <laughs> you can move on. Yahoo, man. <laughs> Yahoo! <laughs> that was me opening a page. Um, okay. Wow. Batman Arkham Knight. 
um, you've all probably already beaten it twice. Maybe three times. On your respected consoles. Um, however, you might have forgotten that uh, the PC gamers were still waiting uh, for that to... You know, I feel really bad for the people that bought the game when it launched yeah. on Steam. They haven't been able to play the fucking thing. Yeah. I would be pissed. I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? 60 bucks? Three months later? Yeah. So, oh, no, it would probably be four months now if it's... It's been... Oh, no, it's uh, not November. Shit. It's been, it's been a while. <laughs> so... Batman Arkham Knight returns to Steam on October 28th. I'm reach the recent announcement from Warner Brothers Games. Um, in a post on Steam, the publisher confirmed the game will be re-released for PC this coming Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. A patch featuring all of the latest content aside from console exclusives will launch at that time too. So that's kind of cool. They're giving everybody all the, all the stuff that um, – all the latest content and stuff right away. Um, probably some freebies in there too. Some stuff that console people might have had to buy. They're probably going to get a little break on that. Quote from Warner Brothers. We want to give particular thanks to the members of the PC community who took the time to give us clear, detailed feedback and bug reporting. It sucks! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for the few that were allowed to buy it. Because right. it's been off the Steam store for a while now. Um, if it just that game was a fucking hot mess for the yeah. pc it was flawless on the consoles yeah i mean it was great on the console but that pc port was ugh. Yeah. <laughs> you know so um rocksteady studios was the one who put that one out uh in conjunction with warner brothers games for those of you that, uh, for those of you pc players know how the game ends because you probably if you didn't play it or didn't go fuck it and buy it on a console you know you probably watched the gameplay videos on youtube or something well, I knew I knew somebody who all they had was a PC for gaming. Big gamer is at my job, and um, he he loved the Batman games, but he always bought them on his PC. And luckily, he didn't buy Arkham Knight right away because you know struggles real. Right. Um, he actually went out and bought an Xbox One. Oh wow! Just so he could play it because he was so into the series. I don't fucking blame him. It's it's a great series, you know. So now he's playing console so maybe 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 this was all a fucking console <laughs> conspiracy now watch our new podcast conspiracy <laughs> theory <laughs> now the game is already uh, don't worry about the batman franchise because they still did well selling over five million copies worldwide um for pc alone <laughs> uh but I don't know. I mean, at this point, who gives a fuck? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure there's some PC gamers out there that are really excited. And I've also heard a lot of people saying that the current iteration of the game for PC, that there, people aren't really having issues with it. So I think I think it's already been ironed out maybe like a month ago about. So when I started hearing, everything was fine. But, yeah. you know, they want to test it and stuff before <laughs> they officially re-release it. Right, because, you know, you don't want to do that before. If they did that twice, I'd be oh, like, oh, oh, God. I'd be like, just shut the doors. Just but it's, it's embarrassing. Doors. It's extra embarrassing. And, and like, Rockstar kind of did it with Grand Theft Auto online, specifically for the PC. Right. But Rockstar kind of got a pass. They, there was people that were like, ah, oh, this fucking sucks. But they kind of got a pass because their game is so fucking complicated. Yeah, and it's also Rockstar. 
and it's and you know Rockstar's going to do right. You yeah. know what I mean? But for for just a standard, yeah, it's open world, but it's it's nowadays it's a standard action adventure game. <laughs> to be that fucked up, like it was unplayable. <laughs> you know, so you guys are fucking dumb, right? And we said before it was just. It, they made it for the console, and then they ported it to PC, and it probably wasn't ready. And Warner Brothers was like, "No, fuck that. We got to make a release date." Right, exactly. You know, so that's what happens. Yeah. I hope they learn. <laughs> uh, b- before we move on to the next one, I um, my nephew and his family went to uh, Disneyland for this weekend, and they're on their way back home, which is in Central California. And he goes, it's really fun when you're going so slow on the freeway that it doesn't even register on the speedometer. Hashtag thanks, Obama. Hashtag problem. Common core's fault also. <laughs> <laughs> oh, common core math. Yeah. Uh, so, um, this one, it was kind of like a, I kind of wanted to report on this simply because it was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? The PlayStation Store announced that it has a new feature that you can create a wish list that you can fill up with upcoming titles that you may be interested in. If it on- and it only offers two privacy settings, friends or no one. However, it's unclear as to how you can share your wish list with friends or even access other players' wish list. The biggest bummer is it's not- it's that it's only available on the web version of the store as the console version is currently unavailable. Cool, but lame. This is this is an example of something cool that got taken out of the oven too soon. Yeah. Because the wish list thing is a great idea. Steam does it, and then Steam will tell you if something on your wish list is on sale, and people could see your wish list and buy you a game or whatever for your for your birthday. That's actually happened to me. My last birthday, somebody bought something off my wish list that was on sale. You know, <laughs> stuff like that. Amazon does it, whatever. But don't release it. <laughs> Until I can use it on the platform that the wish list has games for. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, because it's like, I mean, you're you're having people that are using a console, your console. Right. Yet you're telling them, oh, yeah, you can do this thing, but you can't do it on the console. It's like, uh, what? It's just stupid. And, and, you know, later they'll add it where it could be on the console. But it's like, why, why even release it? Like, first of all, it's something no one asked for. So right. you could have just waited. Yeah. And released it when it was ready. It's just stupid. 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 But then on the same note, I'm kind of wishing Microsoft would let me do a wish list for my Xbox. (laughs) But Microsoft will release it so it works on fucking Xbox. Yeah. You know, so. I mean, at least Amazon, you know, has their wish list that you can actually use on Amazon. And then, like, you can't share it with friends. Like, what's the point? You know what I mean? Like it's you're supposed to go. Oh yeah, this these. Hey, are the what is it supposed to be? Get. A reminder of what of the shit I'm supposed to get? Yeah, like it would be cool if I had a if if I could have a wish list because this is what I was thinking. Like, I it would be cool if I could have a wish list for the Xbox because I could throw all the games that I want to get, and then it has, and then obviously it's going to have the links there, right? So for details and and stuff like that. So I go, hey, if Steve asked me, hey, what games are you trying to get? These are these are titles I'm trying to cop, and I can just send him a fucking link. Right, and then I don't have to explain any of the games and nothing. Although he's gonna know all the fucking games I'm gonna get anyway. But that's the point, though, is that a feature like that would be used. It would be cool. Right. But don't release it until you could actually fucking use it. You know, Jesus, <laughs> Sony. 
Yeah. Might as well just fucking cancel the the PlayStation now. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh Jesus! Did I open it? I did. Speaking of Sony, this is funny. This isn't Sony's fault. This is funny. It's kind of along the same vein of three four three needing to clarify the Halo Five on PC comment. Um, this comes from Gamespot. A uh, <laughs> Sony. Sony. What a might, shock! I know. Sony might consider offering a high performance model of the PlayStation 4, a system that the company has already repeatedly referred to as the world's most powerful console. Uh, that's according to the Sony in, uh, Computer Entertainment Senior Vice President uh, Masayasu Aido, um, who was asked for his thoughts in a new interview about offering the new PS4 model with better performance something down, sometime down the road. Uh, speaking with Japanese game publisher 4Gamer as translated by DualShockers and brought to you by GameSpot and spoken by the Lazy Geeks, uh, <laughs> Ido said, because the PS4 uses x86, the x86 architecture, um, unlike the PlayStation 3's cell processor, uh, improvements to performance can be made over time. However, it's stressed that Sony has no immediate plans to introduce a technically superior PS4 model. He also explains that the bigger question is if Sony would actually want to do this at all. So Steve brought up a good point when I when because we, we yes, you did. <laughs> surprisingly, I know um, we go over the show notes before we do the shows to make sure we're both on the same page. And he brought up a good point and said, this sounds like a translation error. And I kind of agree with him because it, it almost feels to me that he was like, well, I mean, we could. Right. But. We don't plan to, right. and I think I think they're seeing it and going, "Oh my God, they're going to make no." They why, why would they do that? That makes no sense. Then again, they're competing with themselves now. Yeah, and it's also a, a fucking dick move to the. Uh, this is the this is the Sega three the thirty two X again, and here here's here's the problem with it. You have I'll I'll fuck it I'll use the Sega Genesis. You have the Sega Genesis, right? Mm-hmm. Cool, you got all your games, blah blah blah. They come out with the thirty two X. At first, you're like, oh, cool. If I choose to buy the 32X, I can play slightly superior games. At the time, you thought they were going to be fucking super superior. (laughs) But then you run into the problem where you have new titles coming out that are only for the 32X. So if you can't – and then the rich kids in the neighborhood can afford the 32X and you can't. And then it it separates – there's a – a consumer base that was united and is now separated by the same technology. It's stupid. It doesn't make any sense. And stuff like that always fails. Add-ons like that to consoles or consoles that are slightly better, it always fucking fails. Because no one wants that bullshit. If someone bought a PS4, they want it to be the PS4 until the until the PS5 comes out. They don't want to fucking worry about... Um, plugging in an add-on that's going to give them 12 percent performance gain or something stupid like that right you know and I, I just think it's uh i think it's foolish for these these people these professional journalists <laughs> to think that this is even a fucking good idea the only the only time you can really get away with it and it 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 it, 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 it isn't even <laughs> that it isn't even that successful in this market but is in the mobile market you see like nintendo will throw out like something to add on to 
your uh, – I mean, I remember with the Game Boy, you used to have all types of shit. You could get, like, a light, a magnifying glass, a fucking – you know, you get the link cables, uh, all the all <laughs> extra shit that makes your console more powerful. Right. Um, now with the 3DS, you can get – I don't know if Nintendo makes it. I think a third party makes it. But you can get that add-on that extends – it's a battery extender, but it also has a second uh, second analog stick. That's cool in that market, but that's mostly because that market is mostly children who just think it's cool. Right. But adults don't want to play around with that shit. I mean, why do I mean, personally, why do we even need a higher high powered version? Like a higher powered version? And you saw GameSpot with that little dig in the beginning. Yeah. World's mo- you're calling it the world's most powerful console, but all of a sudden you can you can make a better one? Like come on. Right. Yeah, it's like you know, like, you, you're making yourself look stupid now. Yeah. And I don't think Sony's trying to do that. I think yeah. somebody asked them a question. And then somebody took the question out. Uh, or they, they didn't take it out of context. They just read more into it than, you know, than, than was probably initially off, uh, and, suggested. And this is – I was telling Steve earlier too. You see this a lot when Japanese gets translated into English. Is subtlety gets missed. Yeah. Or so, if it's not directly what they're saying, sometimes it gets kind of twisted. So I, I really do think it's a translation error, but – um, if they do do that, I'm going to laugh my ass off <laughs> and watch it tank harder than the PSP Go. It's going to be <laughs> stupid. No one's going to give a fuck. It, it's it, the, o- the only time I ever see when they come out with different versions of a console is when, one, if they update it to make it smaller and shit for people who don't have one yet, whatever, because people who – it's not like people who – I have a regular Xbox One. If they make a smaller one, I'm not going to go, oh, fuck, i got to go buy that one now. Who yeah. cares? It's the same thing. Um, or if they come out with the limited edition ones, those are cool for like hardcore fans or right. or to get people who haven't bought it yet. But huh. no. No yeah. one's going to no one's gonna give a fuck about no. a slip. And it's too, it's too soon. Too soon? Too soon. Too soon. And did, didn't they say that the current PS4 that's out now – because it's like the second version of it. Isn't it like 8% faster or something yeah. like that? So what the fuck? Yeah. You know. Uh, but it could be an issue of, you know, just like, well, hypothetically, it could be, it could happen. But we're not pursuing it at this time. That's what I think was said. Yeah. All right. I, but hypothetically, it could uh, communicate with the Hubble Space Telescope, too. But that's never going to happen. Well, hypothetically, it could be used as a Wesley Science exp- um, Science Project. That's right. <laughs> crossing the streams on podcasts but i agree with you uh all right so now it's time for a section we like to call douchebags of the week so my douchebag of the week i'm just gonna bury the lead and go right into the story this also comes from nbcnews.com uh a man was held on five thousand dollars bond wednesday after he was arrested on a florida bridge and charged with felony dui in his motorized wheelchair Ronnie Scott Hicks, 54, (laughs) remained in uh, Brevard County Jail after his arrest shortly after midnight Tuesday at AIS Trail Park in the town of Palm Bay, according to uh, Brevard County uh, court records. Police said that Hicks was blocking multiple lanes of travel on a bridge and he smelled strongly of alcohol. He refused to take a field sobriety test, they said, and declined treatment. For an unexplained head wound. If you look at the link in the show notes, you see his picture. He's got this fucking wrap around his head. <laughs> uh, Hicks uh, has an extensive DUI record. No kidding. 
including two convictions in 2013 and one in 1998. Court records show. It could immediately be determined. It couldn't immediately be determined whether those offenses were committed in his wheelchair or in a more traditional vehicle. No court data attorney was listed in the record. It's funny because I, I forgot you can technically get a driving under the influence, influence if you're on one of those motorized things. Yeah. Anything that anything that's moving without you physically moving it. Right. But I think you can even get a DUI if you're riding a bike. I think it's speed based. Yeah, I don't think I think with. Yeah, because, well, I mean, also blocking that many lanes of traffic. I'm sure you probably. Yeah, this is there's a lot of <laughs> reckless activity going on in this story. Um, I I think that head wound too is like, what the fuck, dude? Like, what are you doing with your life at this point? You know, like, like it's almost like the cops like, no, I, I'm not even talking about what's happening tonight. Right. I want to know what's going on with your life. I know. What like, what the hell happened to you? <laughs> like, were you once? A normal human being, or have you always been a fuck up? Just curious. <laughs> oh, some people and their kids, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, he didn't. You know, he, he didn't get hugged enough as a child. <laughs> he didn't get something. I don't. <laughs> I'm gonna move. I, I'm gonna move right into the story too because I thought it was so kind of slick and cool. Uh, Steve sometimes has this like what I call L.A. lingo that you never hear outside of L.A. Where he's like, I'm gonna bury the lead in and go right. <laughs> Just think that's cool sounded, you know, <laughs> Go fucking L.A. of them. And I think that's dope. And I'm going to do the same thing. Um, when a Clay County, Missouri sheriff's deputy. That's very important, by the way. <laughs> Clay County Missouri, sheriff's deputy came upon a burning van in a field. He went in search of its owner. A short time later, he came upon a man watching the fire. This man was the van's owner and a series of unfortunate events has led him to that moment. This is coming from crone.com. Uh, um, sometime earlier, the man had been setting garbage on fire in a field. Okay. Okay. We don't do that anymore. I don't know. Um, the first bad decision. <laughs> the fire started getting out of hand, so the man hopped in his van and drove back and forth over the flames in an effort to put it out. That's bad decision number two. Uh, the mother of bad decisions happened next. When the man remembered he had both a full tank of gas and firearms ammunition in the vehicle. Wow. The burning smell started getting stronger, and the man realized his tires were on fire. Jesus. The man bailed on the vehicle and ran off to safety. The sheriff's deputy reported he heard the sound of ammo going off inside the van. <laughs> no one was harmed, but the, the people who pick the uh, – no, that's a joke. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't use people's jokes. I really try not to. Um, firefighters put out the fire. Um, the man was not immediately cited. He huh. did, however, have the grace to not make a report for an insurance claim. Um, it seems this is a quote. It seems like he's just going to have to take a loss on the vehicle because I don't think they're going to cover it. Clay County uh, Sheriff's Office spokesman John Bazan B Bazano told the star so he <laughs> first of all there's a lot going on right. in this story okay why are you out in the middle of a field burning trash for one like is it are things that rough in missouri like i'm confused i don't understand um do you not have a landfill right. what is he really burning that's my question you know dead body i don't know possibly because then it moves on to my second question what the fuck do you have so much ammunition and firearms in a van for. I know. Like, what's happening right now? He's in a van down by the river. I think so. 
what what fucking child was he burning in that field? Like this isn't even a joke. <laughs> no, he's obviously... We've had a lot of you've had a lot of fire. It's all since fire we come back, really. since we came I think back. it's funny. I think yeah. it's funny. But you know what? When fires happen, it's nine times out of ten it's because someone was an idiot. Um, it's yeah. it's there's <laughs> not, it doesn't even matter what was in the van. Why do you think driving over it is going to put it out? All you're doing is moving air over it rapidly. That's all you're doing. It just reminds me of the story of the uh, the meth addict with the blowtorch. Oh, that's a classic. <laughs> you know, and and the thing is though, is at least he had an excuse. He was on meth. <laughs> right, right. What's wrong with this dude? <laughs> Not immediately cited. Fuck that. You better take him in because I have a feeling he's got some skeletons in his fucking closet. <laughs> Yeah, you better be sifting through that, uh, sifting through that burning wreck. Looking right for there. fucking teeth. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh man. All right. Well, we want to thank you guys for checking out this episode, and th- uh, great thanks to everyone who checks us out weekly. Uh, if you want to do that, just subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or any podcast player of your choice. Currently, we have uh, new episodes of this main show. Uh, just another podcast, uh, the Away Team podcast, uh, which I listen to, uh, and uh, I listen to I, I fucking I listen to that one as soon as it comes out. <laughs> it's it's hilarious. Um, and then of course, uh, and then of course, uh, this week's show, the Lazy Ring of Death. So definitely check them all out. And while you're there, yeah, why don't you give us a little comment? Tell us what you think. Yeah. Uh, all the places he just mentioned, iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, you can go to the main website, of course. Uh, fucking and any other places it is it is located uh, <laughs> at. You know where our, our podcast is not is iHot Radio. I I found that out last week um, at work because I I changed my phones and now I have a data limit, so I listen to stuff on my computer at work and I use iHot Radio. And there's podcasts everywhere, but we are not there. And I am going to find out how I can fix that. <laughs> um, we are on Stitcher, though, and that works at work. So <laughs> drop a comment. <laughs> uh, social media. We have a Facebook page, Google+, Plus, Snapchat, Vine, Periscope, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, you can find them all by searching the Lazy Geeks One Word. Or go to the website because we have links to uh, many of those there. And last but certainly not least, if all the social media hangings are not your bag you live in a fucking you know a cabin in missouri you know who you are <laughs> driving over trash that's right <laughs> uh send us an email the geeks at the lazy the only thing we don't have well we have them but the only thing you won't get <laughs> is physical addresses because honestly i check my mail like once a week <laughs> you know like who gives a shit right and who and if you're using physical mail you're probably not listening to a podcast. If you're if you're taking the time to write me a letter, <laughs> I'm worried what's going to be in that letter. That's it, that's a th- it's usually involves scissors and glue and right. magazine, you know, <laughs> to cut so, up magazines. <laughs> I was talking, and I'll I'll say this real quick before we go. I was talking to my grandfather, old school. No one writes a letter anymore. Typical old man fucking conversation. And I go, of course they don't. Why would they? There's they could just send an email and even beyond that we could just talk to each other on social media he goes yeah but there's something about a letter it's more personal i said yeah i get that but it's also more of a pain in the ass because i have to go buy a stamp right 
I have to take and then, it to they, the mailbox. They ain't cheap. Yeah, stamps ain't fucking five cents anymore, pops. <laughs> um, he would have fucking slapped me in the face. Um, he would. And, he would be in a coma for this podcast, you know? right? Or, or I could just you know whip out my phone and and uh, type some out real quick and talk to someone in wherever I want on the planet. Yeah. Instant. Yep. So. This, you know. That's just that's telling you, old people, just stop stop with the letters. Right. This isn't a commercial or a promotion for email. We're not sponsored by email. <laughs> right, yeah. Promotional. Yeah. Try out that new fandangled email. <laughs> <laughs> wow your friends by sending them digital letters. <laughs> it's been around for 20 years. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think more than 20 years. Well, it was intranet, I think, back then, right? At that it point. Was new, well, mo- the back... Before email was like became because it isn't even anymore, but became the main way people communicated with each other. They used news groups and shit. Oh yeah, that's right. But a lot of it was intranet. It was it was like like a, a college would have its own network, and you could communicate with people in the college, but it didn't go outside of it. Yeah, like, for weird shit like that. And then the the World Wide Web happened and. AOL introduced fucking chat rooms and shit, and that ended all that fun. And then we had porn, so. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> any any visual technology that's been invented by human beings, the first thing people try to do is put porn on it. Oh, of course. So, and as they should. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, that is it for this week's edition of the Lazy Geeks Podcast. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. Peace out. This has been a production of the Lazy Geeks Network, available only at thelazygeeks.com. Goodbye.